It is to the historian André Corbeau, who wrote his doctoral thesis on the building of Carouge between 1772 and 1792, that we owe the notion of the invention of Carouge. The term is very appropriate for this new town, created in its entirety in the last quarter of the 18th century. Before the authorities in Turin decided to build a town at this spot, there were a mere 30 or so houses scattered along the present-day Rue Ancienne. Carouge was not born by chance. The new town was the result of well-understood geostrategic considerations. In the 18th century, the Republic of Geneva, whose territory was almost entirely limited to the town itself and a narrow suburb, was shamelessly rich and prosperous. Its closest neighbours wished to profit from this boom. The King of France, Louis XV, gave his minister Choiseul the task of constructing a town on the road, linking Geneva to the other Swiss cantons. This was Versoix-la-Ville, but the project was never put into effect. On the other bank of the Léman, Lake Geneva, the kingdom of Piedmont-Sardinia, which ruled over the Savoie, studied the French project and assessed the reasons for the failure of Versoix reasons which were mainly attributable to the presence of an imposing system of fortifications. We're practically on the border of Bernie's territory, and opted from the outset for an open town. Not one of the five or six large projects drawn up for Carouge contained the smallest indication of any fortifications. The site itself, Carouge, was an admirable choice. Several international routes converged near Carouge, Quadrivium, the Latin for crossroads, and once across the bridge spanning the Arve, they led into Geneva. This option of an open town, although situated at less than 100 metres from its prestigious and formerly, frankly, hostile neighbour, was not just the fruit of a military vision. The whole project for Carouge was conceived and designed as a town open to the outside world, without any redoubts or revelings even less the idea of blockhouses closing the new town in. This openness towards others was also manifested in a rare and generous policy of religious tolerance. Although built on Catholic territory, Carouge welcomed Protestants, Freemasons and Jews alike. It should be noted that these decisions were taken well before the French Revolution. It was even stated that if Mohammedans, Muslims, wished, they could also settle there. The same applied to the question of moral and social practice. At its peak in 1792, Carouge boasted almost 5,000 inhabitants, Geneva had 25,000, and contained more than 140 inns, taverns and hostelries. Life there was sometimes very light-hearted. Boomtime in Carouge, a town of artisans and business, came to an end with its annexation to France in 1792. Attached against its will to the new canton of Geneva in 1816, Carouge steered a very modest course throughout the 19th century. In 1880, the Second Industrial Revolution shook Carouge out of its torpor. The post-1968 years consolidated the strengths of the town that did not want to become a suburb. The spirit which presided over its invention remains intact and is immediately perceptible to the trained eye.